How long have you had these droids? About three or four seasons. They're up for sale if you want them. Let me see your identification. You don't need to see his identification. We don't need to see his identification. These aren't the droids you're looking for. These aren't the droids we're looking for. He can go about his business. You can go about your business. Move along. Move along. Move along. I'm gonna make sure my phone's muted. Yeah. Just because uh don't want uh Simpsons to show up and take precedence. And Taco Bell. Because I texted you. Yes. Hey Mr. Jelly Donut Man, who's trying to kill you? I don't know, but they better not. There was a reason for that though. We were watching Psycho. Yeah, at least it wasn't completely random. No, completely out of left field. You know what was completely random? The beginning of this episode. Greetings, Hello. ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Welcome to movie number 13. Lucky number 13 on the list. 13. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, 13. Lindsay. Jeffrey. What is number 13? Number 13 is Star Wars Episode 4, A New Hope. Also on this list just as Star Wars. Uh, I did notice that. And I had a debate about what to list it on the website as. What did you list it as? I listed it as the full title. Okay. I'm sorry, kids. Yes, I'm... W- it was uh, originally titled Star, Star Wars. Wars. And I'm well aware of that. And I totally Here's some money. That. Go see a Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> go see a Star <laughs> Wars, honey. But it's at the same time, the uh, the, the completest in me mm-hmm. cannot stand it just mm-hmm. being called Star Wars. Right. Are you having fun with your bottle? Mm-hmm. Lindsay's having fun with her bottle. Uh-huh. I can have fun with my bottle, too. Not bad. Nope. Not a bad interval. We were there. All right. <laughs> so, Star Wars from 1977. PG, two hours and one minute. Action, adventure, fantasy. Technically, our version was two, two four, 204. Yeah, but I wonder but if their time limit doesn't count, like, the special edition changes probably. and stuff. Because the credits would have been longer. Yeah. Luke Skywalker joins forces with a Jedi Knight, a cocky pilot, a Wookiee, and two droids to save the universe from the Empire's world-destroying battle station, while also attempting to rescue Princess Leia from the evil Darth Vader. 8.7 out of 10, 91 Metascore. Personally, I like my summary better. (laughs) (laughs) I had a really good summary earlier, but I can't remember what it was. I was going to ask, because we haven't done... I know, I had a good one. It was something about yelling about how R2 is the unsung (laughs) hero of this trilogy. (laughs) He is the unsung hero! Yes, I enjoyed my 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 description. You what can, is your no? Tell me your description. The 1977 classic sci-fi film, oh, yes, where Indiana Jones helps Colonel Nicholson and the Joker save Jake's psychotic ex-fiance from Mufasa and Baron Frankenstein. <laughs> yes. Now everybody, go back and figure out what I was yep. talking about. Basically, starring, this is yes. who this movie is starring. For those of you who have been living under a rock for the last who is in this movie? Years. Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Alec Guinness, Peter Cushing, Anthony Daniels, Kenny Baker, Peter Mayhew, David Prowess, Phil Brown, and that's about it. Um, now where would I know any of these people from? Let's these people didn't have careers, see. right? No, <laughs> especially not Alec Guinness. He doesn't. He didn't do anything. Peter Cushing. These people aren't real people. Kenny Baker is a little person. These are all just robots. Not to be confused with Warwick Davis, who yes. was an Ewok, who was an not Ewok. R2. Yes. But I almost feel like Warwick Davis... I did not know the awards well-known. thing, by the way. For the film? Had no idea. Yeah, neither did I. Okay, we'll get there. And that's but... that's why I I, I, I was kind of like, wait, wow, uh, what? Yeah. Wait a minute. I call myself a fan and I wasn't uh-huh, aware of I had this. no idea. See, it's not so much a fan as it's been ingrained in me since almost birth. Yeah. And it's just like, there's little things about this movie that I I didn't know. Yeah, and or didn't notice. Like, Grand Moff Tarkin has killed four Time Lords. He has <laughs> what <laughs> Or Lindsay he thought. is a Time Lord. Lindsay, Lindsay pointed off that on Grand Moff Tarkin's outfit, it looks like... like you said outfit, not uniform. Nope, outfit. outfit. It's his outfit. I grow tired of asking... Apparently, Grandma of Tarkin also sounds like Thurston Howell Apparently. III from Gilligan's Island. Oh, my goodness. Anywho, um, no, it looks like on his... 
uniform. Jacket, Thank you. Like I spaced on what the top. word was. Um, it looks like it's got it's a top of the ninth and tenth Doctor's sonic screwdrivers. Mm-hmm. They look like out. the top of sonic screwdrivers. Yep. yep. Uh. So we either think he is a Time Lord or he's killed four of them, and those are his uh, his little trophies. Right. You know stuff like that. Well, um, let me do awards. Yes. Uh, first off, kiddos, there is no stuff and things with Jeff. I did not have anything real hilariously funny to say for this movie. (laughs) There's also no Inflation Nation because... He did try to figure it out, though. I did. I was going to try to figure out Inflation Nation because I was going to try to figure out what is the galactic currency. Right. What is the U.S. dollar equivalent? And that was going to be my Inflation Nation. Mm -hmm. But there is no... I mean, it's a movie that takes place in another galaxy. Far, far away. Yeah. It doesn't quite translate real well i'm like i forget it don't worry about it so that doesn't happen so there's none of that in it i'm really glad that my blu-rays of star wars are back in my possession after you having them for a week they were realizing this right now they literally did not leave this room i know but still my dv they go in the top row of my blu-ray case and i know i know it like all week i'm like there's a gap what am i what am i missing they go by they go on the end next to lord of the rings what's missing so all right let's do the awards okay um, and then I don't know what I'm going to do for technology. That's fine. Just because... Here's the thing. By this, this episode, again, and like we said, this is going to happen as we get yep. to the upper episode. There's going to be more talking about it. And watch, I said this is going to be the world's longest episode, and it'll watch, it'll be 25 minutes. Yeah. Because, I mean, this is, like, Star Wars is in our blood. Jeff is literally wearing... I am. ...a Star Wars t-shirt right now. I am. I don't have one packed in my bag. Because I just came from Racine, and I, I didn't wear one. This. I wore a Marvel, I wore my Hello Hydra shirt, and a Supernatural shirt, and I don't think I have a Star Wars one packed. Jeff's also got a Boba Fett Lego clock. I do. I have a tiny Lego Millennium Falcon in my bedroom. I have an eight-print set of Wookiee the Chew prints, which is the old school Winnie the Pooh done as Star Wars. So it's R2 is Piglet, and Chewie is Pooh, and Christopher Robin is Han, and I they're am... brilliant. They're James Hance, if you want. Look up Relentlessly Cheerful him. by James Hance. His stuff is amazing. I have hand-signed prints by him of those. Should we, should we, I have a Star Wars, I have my Darth Vader bank. Should we tag him in this podcast? Just be like, <laughs> great, yeah. great call, great, yeah. great, you know. Just... Highly recommend his work. Um... And where can you find his stuff, Lindsay? You can find it James at jameshance.com. Hans is spelled H-A-N-C-E. Yes. Find it. Yeah. It's amazing it. work. It's awesome. Call started, for me for my birthday. He started, uh, for a while there, he started doing um, very uh, 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 Drew Struzan-style drawing. He just did The I Last love. Unicorn, but with an ATAT. Oh, that's what that is. Oh, I did see that. I did see mm-hmm. that. Yes. You got we, it. This is the thing. We can't talk about Star Wars, because Star Wars is... We celebrate Star Wars Day every year. Mm-hmm. I have... Very true. I don't know how many Star Wars t-shirts. My email alert is R2. Um, I do. I have a Darth Vader bank that when you put money in it, it says, you know, lines from the movie. So it tells me I'm not a Jedi yet. When I graduated from college the first time, technically the second time, my parents got me a Star Wars card. The only person who rivals us is Dan. That's very true. I also have an R2-D2 photo mosaic puzzle that when I'm done student teaching, I'm going to start putting together. I do, however, want... Ooh, I'm totally going to do that. ...to discuss... Ooh, yes, do that our fi- Ooh, do that one. Um, I do, however, want to, like, briefly talk about uh, um, the movie... Is that Kurt Russell? No, it's... No, it's, uh, uh, it's Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Um, I, would, I do want to talk about Star Wars and our okay. personal feelings regarding the film. Because that we is what we kind of talked about it that we already think that Empire is the greatest movie. Yes, yes, but I don't think. But we, I've seen we this one more. We didn't go into sleep to it. details about why, and I feel like if we're, we're going to get into a fight, I feel like if we discuss this, if we're going to mention it, we need to actually give details because a lot okay. of people are just going to call bull- bullshit on it That's and be fair. like, "You're not backing up your reasoning," and That's I don't, fair. I don't want that. Okay. I also don't want to lose anybody 13 episodes before the end of the podcast. Yeah. Oh, are we going to tell them what we decided oh, about Ben-Hur? Oh, we should, yes. Okay, yes. sidebar. So, you know how we said we were going to watch to number one, watch number one, and then go back and do Ben-Hur? Well, instead of doing that, we're going to go until we get to the top five. Then we're going to rewatch Ben-Hur. Then we'll do five through one. Mostly because... Because we don't want to ruin the... The climax yeah. of getting to the first, the last one, and then go back. It was very anticlimactic to be like, we reached number one. Okay, now no, let's we go back to, to one hundred. No, yeah. we're so, not going to do that. So there will be a uh, a slight a break. break there. Yeah. You know where maybe we'll release two episodes that week or something depending on when it falls. Get yeah, Ben-Hur and get it done. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, just as a heads up, that's what's going to happen. Since we are, you know, number 13, we're getting close to the top yeah. 10. We're getting close to the end. Right. We're just going to, you know, we wanted to bring that up. So, all right. Well, hey, let me do, uh, let me do awards. Okay. And then we'll come back to trivia and all that fun okay. stuff and just talking things. So this film had a ton of Oscar nominations. Which I did not know. Um, I, I knew like a couple. I didn't know how many it won. That's the thing is like, I knew a couple awards, but I did not know all of these awards. No. So, okay. The film was nominated for and won. I'm going to do that because I want to okay. save what it didn't win for. Um, and then briefly talk about that. This film, so Star Wars, Star Wars was nominated for and won Best Art Direction, Set Direction, Best Costume Design, Best Sound, Best Film Editing. Okay. Best Effects, Visual Effects. No, duh. Like, that one's kind yeah. of a no-brainer. Uh, best Music, Original Score, for John Williams' Music. And a Special Achievement Award to Ben Burt for Sound Effects. Mm-hmm. Now, in the prequels, Ben Burt took over as the main film's editor. And all, and it still continued to do all, all the sound effects. Basically... But at the time, he was the sound. He was he was the sound effects like designer or engineer. I don't remember what they actually classified him as, but he won a special achievement award for the creation of all of the alien creature and robot voices. Nice, because he came up he came up with the sounds that like Greedo makes. He came up with the sound of R two and three PO, like all the like little robotic mechanism sounds and you know like the lightsaber crashes and the hums and he came up with all of that stuff, mm-hmm. which is so like iconic. Like you hear. Like you, you hear like R 2s whistle, and people know what it is. Right. Like it's it's a very distinct sound. You know the lightsaber hum. You know mm-hmm. the Tie Fighter sound. You know all that stuff. And sounds. It's all sounds. But before Star Wars, there was nothing. He came up with all that crap. Thank you, R two. Yep. Um, he my came dad up- <laughs> says that every time I get an email, my sound is on. Um, but he came up with all of that, all of those sounds, and so they gave him a special achievement Oscar for that work. Which, you sit here kind of going, what, he came up with soundness, but it's like, you think about what he did, and how he came up with this this work, it, it's it's insane to think that, and it's totally deserved, you know, it's totally deserved to have won an Oscar for coming right. up with these sound effects that, you know, it's crazy. So, there's that. Now, it was nominated for an additional four Oscars, and I feel like only one of these I knew of. Okay. The only because of this podcast. Right. <laughs> so it was nominated for, but did not win, Best Writing Screenplay, written directly for the screen. It got a Best Writing Oscar nomination, Best Director for George Lucas, Best Actor in a Supporting Role for Alec Guinness. That's the one that I think I knew mm-hmm. because of Bridge on the River, River Kwai. And Best Picture. I did not know Star Wars had a Best Picture, Picture Oscar. nomination. Yes, no Oscar nomination. I did not know I didn't that. Either. That means Star Wars is basically like uh, like Lord of the Rings. Like it was. It it's is. like it's yeah. that. You know, it didn't win as many. It didn't win like the big huge ones, but it definitely won awards where it flat out deserved it to win. You know, sound and editing and music and like that's totally deserved. You know, I just I I Rocky won. So we should have known that um, Star Wars was nominated. No, no, Rocky did not win. That it year. says Academy Award for Best Picture winner, nineteen seventy-seven. This would have been in seventy-eight. 78. Uh, do you want to know what beat it out? No, I'm looking. Because we know we should have known it too. Oh dang it! Yeah. I don't even think I realized. I that. don't remember that. I don't remember that either. I maybe I didn't say it. It's possible. And, but I still don't remember it. Um, Annie Hall beat Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, Annie Hall beat Star Wars. Which Annie Hall? I think we were just talking about how great Annie Hall was and we didn't realize that right. it beat, you know. Cause it, it, or is that when we found out? No, that wouldn't been when we found out that you and I disagree on this movie. Was it? it had, no, it, had it was been. earlier than that was that it? we found that out. So Annie Hall. I guess we were slogging through like this number <laughs> the number 70s. The crummy ones. Yeah, the lower 70s. But like Annie Hall, I shouldn't say that without looking at the list. I could be entirely wrong about those movies. <laughs> Annie Hall beat it for best director and best picture, um, and best original screenplay. Like it, it beat Star Wars. Now again, yes, Star Wars or Annie Hall was a very good. Wow, April third is when the fiftieth anniversary or the fiftieth Oscars were held. April. Yeah, yeah it's did them really a little later. Late. <laughs> um, 
But no, like like Annie Hall was a good was a good film. I oh, enjoyed yeah. it. But at the same time, like nowadays, mm. nowadays if you look at this and you're like, wait, but but I guess nowadays you would be tainted by the fact that Star Wars is such a huge. But still, property. Annie Hall holds a place in culture. Still, yeah. It's not like it's it's not like Goodbye, Mister Chips. No, which was only, you know what I mean. Like a like a momentary. You know, it's like our friend Dan was talking about. We talked about this on New Year's Eve, I think, when we were. No, this was last Friday. It was last Friday. Yeah, last Friday. Yep. Talking about you know the possibility of a po- another podcast growing out of this one in which we not you and I but mm-hmm. me and someone else or you know whoever watch um, all the best picture winners. Yep. But do it from end not from end to end not from inside outside to the middle. Right. And then um, so the- we're talking about how you know it has to do a lot with. The time and a lot of them fade out for the winners themselves. Yeah, yeah. like Cimarron, not about, not about, not a, about horse. a horse. <laughs> but again, like some of these movies, like that got, that one Best Picture, Mister Goodbye, Mister Chips did not win for Best Picture. Right, it beat Jimmy Stewart lost the Best Acting Oscar for Mister Smith Goes to Washington for that. But it's like I've never heard of this movie. Yeah. like there's been several that have like when we've had a movie on this list that's been a Best Picture nominee that we thought deserved it and it ends up being like. What movie beat yeah, this again? Exactly. You know, but there's, there's. But and while that movie is not on this list, the movie that lost is mm-hmm. on the. You know, is these are culturally the culturally significant movies. So it's one of those words. Like a lot of the films that are within that best picture, yeah, those is just kind of a well, what was happening in America or the world at the time? What was in the what was in the news? How were how were how was everybody feeling just emotionally about stuff and like the right time the you know the right place in the right time and it won best picture. See, and I said we talked about it when we were slogging through the seventies. The seventies wasn't a slog. Seventy nine, Wild Bunch, Modern Times, All the President's Men, Forrest Gump, and the Heat of the Night. Okay, a couple of those. Silence of the Lands, Butch Cassidy, Shawshank, Secret Pride, Ride, and Clockwork Orange. Now that I'm looking back, being where we are now, thinking like, oh god, when we were before those movies, I'm just mm-hmm. like, this is gonna be terrible. It might have been Treasure of the Sierra Madre, Best Years of Our Lives, Bridge on the River Kwai. It may have been Annie Hall that we had that discussion. Maybe it was. Because I cannot remember when I when we brought it up. I don't either. Someone go back and find out. <laughs> Let us know on the Facebook page because we cannot remember. Um, but no, it's so it's it's just it's interesting because like I feel like nowadays, if 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 we were put in a modern in a in, in like nowadays now yeah. with thirty years of Star Wars being a part of pop culture and being a part of our world, if if. Okay, here, let's just do it this way. If Episode 7 were to be nominated for 11 Oscars, including Best Picture and all this stuff... Yeah, and it went like up, Return of the King was. Right, and it went up, and it, it goes up against a kind of a, a witty romantic comedy. Yeah. And, like, as its main competitor, what do you think would win? Do you think Star Wars would win? No. You think it would still be the romantic comedy, let's, right? Let's, because it's let's Star put Wars. It in, let's put it in perspective let's let's throw in let's say episode seven comes out yep. this came out this year this oscar season this oscar year it's a great movie a huge box office success mm-hmm. you know it's really well written it's worthy of an oscar nomination you know it is nominated for 11 oscars yep. put it up against here's what's on the nominee list this year for oh, yeah, best yeah, yeah. picture Birdman, which you and i have both seen yep. grand budapest hotel which i just watched last night um, Imitation Game, which I have not seen, but heard is great. That's a Benedict Cumberbatch mm-hmm. one, right? Yeah. Uh, the Theory of Everything. Boyhood, which I now that I know what it's about, I really want to see, even though I'm weird on it. Because I'm like, how is this not a documentary? Was Boyhood the one that was shot over like, like a whole 12, bunch of years? 12, 13 years, yeah. Yeah. And then Star Wars Episode Seven. Star Wars Episode Seven is not going to win the Best Picture Oscar. No, because... It, it will win Best Special Effects. But, it will win maybe Best Cinematography. But so, no, it will not win Best Picture. Why? Why why, why would it not ve- win? Here's a here's another example. Avengers. Great movie, right? Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, huge box office success. Right, right. Well written, well acted, everything is great. They're too popcorny, they're too pop culture. So then if in that case, why even nominate them for an Oscar then? Like that's my because, that'd be my mentality behind it. Because they deserve them. They technically, they technically storytelling deserve wise them. deserve them, but there will always be a smaller, better movie. Um, not better. Smaller, more unique movie. Mm-hmm. Look at all the movies that have won Best Picture in the last handful of years. Mm-hmm. None of them have been, you know, not even not not even take out the whole franchise aspect. Right, right. It's not even that they're franchise movies. It's that 
why are you know why did you what is so different about this film that deserves to win best picture so then why would have why did return of the king win i don't know because i've only seen return of the king once see like 100 percent honest with you I've seen return of the king all the way through one time and i feel like i feel like return of the king falls into that 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 same that same category as like it a star may wars have been, but return of the king is based on a really really important piece of literature star wars is not Unless you want to go into the whole Joseph Campbell mythology hero thing with, mm-hmm. you know, the source material. What did what did Return of the King go up against? I Lost, don't even know. Lost in Translation. Master Which and I Commander. Like. Master and Mi- Commander is a good movie. Mystic River. And Seabiscuit. So and in, of those movies... In that situation... Return of the King was the... I didn't like Lost in Translation, but... I have not seen Lost in Translation since that year. Right. And I was, how old? This when was, is that? This 2000, was uh, 2003. I was or 2004. Seven, I was... It was February 2004. 17 years old. And I watched Lost in Translation. Do you think my 17-year-old brain understood Lost in no. Translation even remotely? So no. So see, like, then that, that's where it falls. Is like, so you look at you look at those best pictures. Those films. You have Return of the King. So you have that big you know action what it was adventure that year? popcorn film. It was the, it, I bet you a lot of the basis was a lot of those movies. Like, wasn't Seabiscuit terrible? That was the one about the horse racing? Yeah, it was it Toby Maguire. That, I did not Again, think it was that good. with the exception of um, Lost in Translation. Yeah. None of those have that great of a story, nor do they have special effects that, like, broke the mold, which Lord of the Rings did. They, Lord of the Rings, all the special effects we use today for building all those huge digital armies and stuff like that, but started with Lord of the Rings. Right. I feel like the Lord of the Rings, I feel like the Return of the King Oscar is more representative of the trilogy as a whole than the single movie itself. The trilogy is uh, the trilogy as a whole, what it meant for filmmaking is And the fact that how general. long has Lord of the Rings been trying to get made right. and someone finally succeeded in it and did it correctly. So does that mean? It's representative of the trilogy as a whole. It's not representative of just Return of the King, in my opinion. Does does that mean the Oscar is more of a well? Maybe. This has been a in long time. Especially coming. Especially the movies okay. that were up that year. That's not a good year. No, that's not a good year for movies. No, I'm Return looking. of the okay Master and Commander is a great movie. I watched it and at least in the last six months because mm-hmm. it's been on Stars a whole bunch and we have it. My dad really likes that movie, but like I've never seen Sea Biscuit. I will never... Well, I will rewatch Lost in Translation now that I'm older, yeah. and I probably will like it better. Holy crap. I forgot that was the year that Johnny Depp got nominated for Best Actor for Pirates of the Caribbean. There you go. There's That was not a good year Holy for crap. Film. I mean, he didn't win, but he was nominated for it. Oh, my... I completely forgot about this year. I mean, like, besides it being like, oh, yeah, uh, it's, it's Return of the King. Like, I know that. But, like, I forgot that that... Well, that he was nominated... For best actor, that's crazy. I, I, Here's yeah. the thing: Lost in Translation won for best screenplay, best so original have... screenplay. So there you go. But but see, in that, that situation, Lord of the Rings would not have been an original screenplay. That'd have been adapted. No, it screenplay, was an adapted, which is screenplay. what it won for. It did right? win for, yeah. So again, though, I feel that if you look at the years that like Fellowship and Two Towers went up, I'm sure there were much better. I think no, not Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting was earlier than that. But I mean, like 2001, 2002. There was probably better movies that came out. I was just gonna say, is it is it does it just come down to the movies that were released that yeah, year? Yeah, it does. That's all. That's that how it, is. it always is. I know. I just sometimes I like to think it's not that way. <laughs> you know. Also, do we need to go into how broken the academy system is? Oh my god! With? And I'm pretty sure we we've, we've touched on this. And in I some don't want to go into it. I'm no. really excited for the Oscars this year. I think a lot of the, I'm really I will be fine with a lot of the movies that win best if they win for best picture because mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of them. I it's just, gonna be boyhood. Yeah, it's gonna be boyhood, or it's gonna be Birdman. It'll, That's who it's between. It'll be it'll be boyhood. Because I said to Colin last night after we finished Grand Budapest, that will not win Best Picture. But the fact that it was nominated at all of all the movies Wes Anderson has made, mm-hmm. the only Wes Anderson movie I don't care for is the Fantastic Mr. Fox. I like all the other ones I've seen, and I haven't seen Moonrise Kingdom. But I will like Moonrise Kingdom. And I always go into it with the mindset that I will like this movie because it's Wes Anderson and I like Wes Anderson, mm-hmm. and I still don't like the Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> is it too different from his normal departure? 
Or is, is it too you much of a departure? You know you don't like his style? Yeah. You don't like the way he films things? Yeah. I don't like it because it's not how he films. It is, but it isn't. Because it, it's so animated. Is it, is it, it is more weird. of a studio type vibe No, it's to it, not. No, it just... because it's an animated, it's a stop motion animated movie about foxes. I have a hard time, I have a hard time grasping a Wes Anderson story in that format as opposed to it being presented to me by like the o- Owen the Wilson brothers and Bill Murray. Got it. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just what it is. I don't know, but Bill Murray's in Grand Budapest Hotel for five minutes. Showed up. Yep, pretty much. What's up? How you doing? I'm out. Well, that was a nice little detour that we uh, This is what I mean. This is what these episodes are turning into. Yeah. And this is exactly what, I know, because we've discussed, as as we've talked off air, I feel like this is what, if you, if you guys do the best picture spinoff of the series this yeah. is that this is more of what that would be mm-hmm. the 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 series that i'm working on putting together is gonna be more of this as well because as much as we love doing like oh let's do awards oh let's do trivia like it's more fun to have this conversation exactly and you know what guys let us know this because i would like to be reiterated or not reiterated i would like to be um reassured that I feel that's a better route to go for shows like this is just to have conversations and talk because about this. Because we did have someone comment on the podcast on the i on the iTunes page earlier that said that we don't talk about the movies. The enough. movies enough. Like get into a de- in depth discussion yeah. about the movies enough. If that is just, I will I will post like I'll try to post like a tr- uh, a troll. I will post a toll. <laughs> poll. Wow. A poll. Yeah, that too. I will post a poll, Mike. God, I am tired. Um, I will post a I poll yawned once. On, uh, on on the Facebook page for you guys to respond to and let us know whether or not you like the conversation aspect of it more than the sections. You know, we're not going to stop doing the sections for the rest, like the last handful of movies. But just for like our future shows, Aww. I would rather know. I'd like to know if that is more of what you guys would like to hear when right. it comes to movies than all the other stuff. So. Okay, let's uh, let, let me just get back on track a tiny okay. little bit. Um, basically, yeah. So that was that was the that was the awards. Um, the film was in fact entered into the National Film Registry in 1989. So the second year in yeah. Star Wars. And see, now that's one of those tricky subjects because the film is entered in the National Film Registry. What is version the, of the film is entered into the National the Film Registry? Version. It's got to be. Is it? There was no other version in 1989. At the time, but from here on I out. I don't think they redo it. Will they Will they always only ever have the original yes. version in there? Yes. So no special edition, no, no nothing, right? I believe no. Okay. I believe that it is the only version. Because I feel The original like, version, which I am convinced that when George Lucas dies, Disney will release again. They were dis- They were. They were to, there was rumor of it already. Yeah, for this year. As like a I think they won't do it until after he passes away to be respectful to his vision, even though it's not his anymore. Truthfully, if Disney was smart after he passes away, they remake the prequels. No, don't t- leave the prequels to rot in their tomb of awfulness. No, no, because I have a feeling there is no hope for the prequels, Jeff. No, no, I have a feeling that if they did that, you would get a much better <sighs> trilogy. Because I just hate them so much that I won't even watch them if they remake them. See, the thing is, though, they'd be completely different I stories. I don't hate Revenge of the Sith. No, it's Revenge of the Sith great, is the one that's the closest it. to the originals, and that's my that's why I feel like. But I'm we just okay with rewatched that. it not that long ago, like within the last year, and mm-hmm. it's still like I got so bored, and I'm like, oh my god, just stop talking. Oh yeah, don't don't get me wrong. There is there is an unnecessary amount of crap that happens in that film that is not necessary to have happened in that film. You know, I, I did, and I'm sure I talked about this at some point on this podcast, I did a re-edit of okay. episode one, and I took it from two hours and 24 minutes or whatever it is down to an hour 14. Yeah. And, I, and it's a more cohesive storyline. Palatable film yes. as well. And I actually might watch that um, after we are done here tonight, because I'm kind of curious see, to see and it I think again. I'm going to go home and watch Raiders. That's fair enough. Um, so anyways, that is all that I have for awards. Um... I don't want to get into technology. You don't need to. Because... There have been so much done on the technology and Star Wars. And just yes. like, I'm not going to read a lot of trivia because there's so much lore and everyone knows. Yeah. If you like this movie, you probably know a little bit. Otherwise, go online and read it yourself. Go online and read it yourself. And also, go online... And if you start ever getting into the mythos of the movies and, like, the characters and the stories, and in case you did not hear, just be aware that back in April, you know, for some reason, um, back in April of 2014... Lucasfilm and Disney basically uh, uh, made the announcement that 
anything that happens out that's ever been happened outside of the movies. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's ever happened outside of the movies, like comic books and novels and whatever TV shows, except for the Clone Wars TV show. And I think the new Star Wars Rebels. All of that stuff that used to be quote unquote canon, like it was in line with the stories. Here's the backstory of C-3PO. Here's the backstory of Boba Fett. If it did not happen in the movies, it's not actually truth. So it's not canon as they claim. So if you start diving into the this, the movies and you start getting into the characters, if you go into Wikipedia, you will see there's two tabs now in every article, one for canon, one for legends. Anything that had been published or in the games or whatever prior to April of last year is considered legends, which means it's not actually truthful. Now, that is why I feel like after Lucas dies, Disney could very well, if if they wanted to make more Star Wars movies that were part of the episodes, could easily say, okay, we've changed our minds. Episodes 1, 2, and 3 are now classified as legends. They're part of the legend series of the stories, and we are going to remake them and try to make the stories more cohesive with the original trilogy. I feel if these new three one these three new ones are successful enough and things go well, which I really don't think they won't be successful. Mm, I'm they still just, really tentative. They just might not be to quote ben accepted Wyatt. so well. <laughs> to quote Ben Wyatt, I'm really nervous about this new Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> I'm carrying it in my shoulders. <laughs> See, you get that now because you've seen that episode. I do. So, uh... Oh, the new episodes were so good. I enjoyed the new we, episodes. We haven't talked about them. Parks I still haven't Rec finished the end of the second great. one, but I saw enough of it. I, <laughs> I haven't seen the tag at the end, essentially. But, uh, no. Because Hulu felt like putting four commercials on those episodes. It was, like, longer commercials than it was actually showing the show. That's stupid. I get so mad at Hulu sometimes. It's like, yeah. I pay you eight bucks a month for what? I know. That's why I don't do Hulu. I pay you eight bucks a month so I can watch New Girl the day after instead of a week after. So anyways, I um, yeah, I don't I don't really feel like going into the technology because we've also we've discussed a lot of the stuff that this movie uses for technology in other films. Yeah. Um, blue screening models, stop motion, slow motion, speed up cameras. The the opening uh, crawl originally, but prior to digital was actually all painted out on a sheet of glass and the camera was angled and filmed like it was filmed real. Like the camera, like like slowly trekking down the sheet of glass with the name on mm-hmm. it. Then it was composited against the star field. Like there's a lot of little things like that, but it's not worth it's not worth us going into because it's not again, like you said, we've either covered it or there's enough material out there that right. covers it it's not worth our time so um that's all that i have for my sections Lindsay. you may do whatever you wish to do okay in regards to the films jandrell jones and david prowess who played the voice and body of vader respectively have never met which i found interesting that is, that is the other thing i also found interesting was in the early drafts of the script r2 could speak standard english and had a rather foul vocab- vocabulary and although all of r2's english speech was removed many of cpo's reactions to it were left in <laughs> which makes it funny then at that point the skeleton that 3PO passes belongs to a Tatooine creature called a Greater Krat Dragon. This artificial skeleton was left in the Tunisian desert after filming and still lies there. During the filming of Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, the site was visited by the crew once more and the skeleton is still there. Oh, that's nuts. Stunt doubles were not used in the scene in which Luke and Leia swing to safety. Fisher and Hamill performed the stunts themselves and it did, did it in one take. Um, George Lucas thought this movie was going to be a huge flop, and so instead of going to the premiere, he and Steven Spielberg went to Hawaii and wrote Raiders of the Lost Ark <laughs> Spielberg was the only person who thought this movie was going to be successful. Um, who was it? Um, oh, Brian De Palma of Scarface and The Untouchables fame thought yep. it was the worst movie ever. <laughs> well, because at the time, look at the era that it was in. I know. We're coming out of, like... The whole drug-filled, gr- mm-hmm. gritty, gritty crime movies and just crap and like, yeah. Who was going to watch a sci-fi space opera? <laughs> this is the only Star Wars movie to ever be nominated for the Best Picture Academy Award and was the first ever science fiction film to be nominated for Best Picture. That's a good point. I don't remember there being any other mm-hmm. science fiction films. I never thought about that. The planet Tatooine is never referred to by name throughout the entire showing of A New Hope. It doesn't appear on the scroll at the beginning of the movie. And when 3PO says he doesn't know what planet they're on, Luke responds by saying, if there's a bright center of the universe, you're on the planet that is the farthest, that's it's farthest from. In the original trilogy, the planet's name isn't mentioned until Star Wars Episode V. It's referred to by name and visited in all subsequent movies and prequels. I was going to say, it's the only planet that's, it's, that is in all six films, right? James, yes. James Earl Jones was not credited as Darth Vader 
until the 1997 special edition and the sequels. So in this movie, he's not credited. Right. He is now he the is versions now. we see now. And I just realized they don't go to Tatooine in uh, Empire. They talk about it. They don't. They don't go there. This is the only Star Wars film where the Imperial March is not played. Yeah. As it had not been written at the time. Written it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a brilliant piece of music. Peter Cushing found the boots that came with his costume extremely uncomfortable to wear because they were too small for his feet. Thus, he only wore them in a few shots in which Tarkin's feet could be seen. In all other shots, Peter Cushing wore a pair of fuzzy slippers. <laughs> Kenny Baker has said that often when the cast and crew broke for lunch, they would forget he was in the R2 outfit and leave him there. Oh. And I inadvertently shut the trivia, so that's what I'm going to leave it at. All right, that's good. <laughs> R2 is my favorite character. <laughs> By the way, Lindsay, we are not doing a 20-minute episode. We've already hit no, 35 minutes. No, it's true. Minutes it's true. And... You are correct, sir. So, okay. We've already given a lot of... You know, let's let's do this first. Okay, because there's no stuff in things, there's no inflationation, we're just right. going to get into the conversation. Now, <clears throat> we have, we've... W- let's do this first. Where is that on the list? Number 13... I'm, on, and on it went AFIs. up two places. You think it's good where it's at? You think it should be higher? Nope. I think it's fine where it is. I will agree. I'm impressed it's on the list at all. Yes. But at the same time, based upon the other movies that we have stumbled across over the years, I completely... Yeah, because we can say over the years yeah. now. I completely understand why it's on the list. Oh, yeah. There are movies I, I do feel that deserve to be higher, mm-hmm. that both deserve to maybe be above this. But at the same time... This has been in this. It's Star Wars. It's I mean, Star Wars. I can't. I can't. It's Star Wars. It def- I can't it, it knock helps. it further down. It's Star Wars. Because if you think about it, we have the movie. We have the Marvel. We have the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. We have name a, fran- a sci-fi fantasy franchise. We have. We have Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. We have all of that stuff because Star because Wars was Star successful. Wars. If Star Wars was not successful, we might not have any of this. We wouldn't have the Terminator movies. We wouldn't have. You wouldn't like, have Alien probably. We I... might not have Blade Runner. Yep. And you. you we might not have Harrison Ford. Here's my thing. You also, you not only do you we look at... We wouldn't have Harrison Ford. You not we wouldn't only, have Indiana Jones. Right. Not well, only, we might have Indiana Jones. You don't look at, don't look at, like, you can't only just look at the film because of, like, from a Everything technology aspect. Everything might be, like, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yes. See, that's the thing, is that you, like, you can't look at it strictly from the point of view of, uh, like, oh, because of it, it, it helped revitalize the sci-fi genre and change the sci-fi genre, because that's how I always looked at it. But again, now having done this podcast, now I look at it going, oh, well, it kind of jump-started the careers of a lot of actors, a lot of filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Um, it also introduced, it also was the, it also was the, 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 the reason we have ILM, who is, yes. basi- it is basically we have, one of we Hollywood's, we also have THX. Yeah, you have greatest visual and audio quality, and the one of the greatest, now, you know, I realize Weta kind of helped jump, and kind of jumped on that bandwagon uh, within the last... 12 years because of Lord of the Rings, but it's, it's, it's that whole concept of like, you wouldn't have had those companies. Yeah. Maybe they would have eventually gotten around, but there's a lot of stuff that happened because Star Wars was Star Wars and Star Wars existed. And so you have a lot to thank for. And I feel like, I feel like 90% of the reason this is on the list is because of all of that, Mm -hmm. because of just what it did. It is culturally significant and it's significant to film. Yeah. It is a reason there is a... Now... The film is the way it is, or was. Story-wise, <laughs> give me your reasoning. Because I still love this movie, and I want to hear what you think about it. Because I'll defend it, but I want to hear what you think. Give no, me your logic. No, let's... let's, let's Lay let's, it on me. Let us, <laughs> let us start off... We're not going to fight about this. No, no, I'm we're not going to fight right about now. it. Let's start off by saying... I don't hate Star Wars. No. I do not hate A New Hope. It was the movie that I watched all the time as a kid. I really, really enjoyed it. Yep. But as an adult. But as an adult. Now in a film appreciator slash amateur connoisseur. I feel the story is too slow. I agree. I feel like. Because I at one point said to you, how long is this movie again? Yes. Also, and here's my other issue, is that I I tend to look. just so it ends. Yes. As, as a as a as a person as a completist that I like things being structured similarly when they are part of a bigger picture, I do not like how it is structured compared to the rest of the films in the. You know, fuck the prequels. I don't even care about the prequels. I'm just Fair talking enough. about the original trilogy talking about at this point. Four, five, and six. Yes, 
Four, New Hope, Empire, Jedi. Jedi. Four is nothing like five and six. No, it's not. Now, I realize different writers, different directors, different people behind it. And there's a reason it. why yes. the middle one is the best one. It had the best writer yep. and the best director. And Lucas had little, little to do, to with, do it. with it. That's why Seven has a hope. Yes. Because they brought back Lawrence Kasdan, yep. who did the script for Empire, and, to do episode seven. And Lucas has little no to do with it. No touching on it. <laughs> Like sadly, Irving Kirchner, Kirch, Kirchner, Kirchner is dead. Not Kirchner. Not Kirchner. <laughs> That's Kirchner. your boyfriend. Yes. Um, but no, like it's it's. I and again and here's the and I and I I'm conf, I am conflicted when it comes to my opinion on A New Hope because a lot of what uh, how I feel why why the movie why I don't care for A New Hope as much as I care for the other ones can be easily countered with well it was the first one well it's the it's the introduction well it was supposed to act as the hello this is all the characters so it's going to be paced slower it's going to be trying to but introduce batman you to the begins. world it's not paced that pace that way and that's technically what that movie was doing but you know who batman is that's true with star wars we didn't have we don't a have, tv yeah, show we didn't have a, a books beforehand and it's like but to be fair for me, mm-hmm. going into the bat into Batman Begins, I had never seen a Batman movie outside of part of Batman Forever as a kid. So I knew I yes so who Batman was. I knew who <laughs> Batman was, and I knew kind of who Bruce Wayne was. Right. But for me, that was my introduction to Batman. And my the love of Batman started after I saw that movie. And I, I mean, which it, is sad and pathetic, and I apologize, but it's true. It also it also comes down to like. You, you know, again, you got to look at the world, the where the world was at the time. You didn't, you never had a film like Star Wars before it came out. Batman Begins, you had origin stories. Maybe they weren't in that form. And I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to no, like disavow like your opinion. No, of, no, no. Of and I don't feel like you are. Because like, I completely agree and I completely understand like, yeah, Batman Begins was the introduction to Batman to a lot of people who had no idea and it worked really well. Here's an argument. Lucas could just be a horrible screenwriter. Back to the Future. How is because we don't know anyone in Back to the Future, right? And that's paced better. That's paced better. I will agree with that one. Um, Back I'm to trying the... to like Harry Potter. Okay, Harry Potter. Okay, not let's not count. The, well, let's even count the movie, which is that one is as close to the book as like most of them can get. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter is paced better. Mm-hmm. Did they learn from how the how Star Wars is paced? See, and that was my question. That was gonna be my Maybe question. Maybe J.K. Rowling did it when she wrote the book, but right. regardless. Because it's like it's it's one of those it's one of those words like, and I guess a new hope could a new hope could be in my opinion a really perfect great film, like damn it because it makes it sound like I hate the movie and I don't no hate the and movie. I don't I'm not getting that you hate the movie I understand where you're coming from I have frustrations and because of the story here's my it's argument as to why I probably don't feel as strongly about how let's say incorrectly I'm not gonna say poorly mm-hmm. incorrectly it's paced. Because this movie means so much to me and my childhood that I'm I put it aside. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of things in its weird pacing, weird pace. We'll say weird pacing, yeah. not incorrect pacing. Weird pacing. Unique pacing. Unique pacing <laughs> is that a lot of those things, like I'm not watching it, waiting for the story to happen because I know it so well now. Right. I'm watching it, waiting for the things that I love to happen in it. Yep. So I guess that's why I look past it. Because I saw a Star Wars, I saw A New Hope for the first time when they re-released them in 97. Which I never got to see that. I I was 11 years, no, I would have been 10 years old. Because I turned 11 the year that they released New Hope in theaters. I still have only seen two in three in theaters. I've never seen seen any other ones. I want to. I I so want to. I sadly saw Attack of the Clones (laughs) and Revenge, not Attack of the Clones, um, Phantom Menace. And Attack of the Clones a minimum of twice. I may have seen them three times a we, piece. We went to the theater during school hours to go see it because our band teacher took yes, us. Did. <laughs> I failed a biology final. No, I failed a science final in college my freshman year because I went to see Revenge of the Sith at midnight and I was falling asleep. I Because we didn't get home till four. And my yeah. final was at like eight in the morning and I wasn't used go. to doing that yet. <laughs> no, it, it's it's it is it's tough. It's tough to really put my finger on why I absolutely, I just, I, I'll watch A New Hope. This is the second time yeah, I've watched no, A New Hope in a week. In a week. Like. So the second time in the last month I've watched it. <laughs> it's like, it, and it's not, it's, it's not that it's a bad movie. 
I don't know. And, and, and I don't think that you feel that way. It comes out to like a lot of my opinions regarding films. Like when I, and you know, like our opinions on like older movies and like that era. And it all comes down in my book. It all comes down to the pacing. I don't like it when things are drawn out, when it just keeps going. It's like this could have, that, that, that information could have easily been summarized in half the dialogue. Equal amount of emotions, equal amount of I feel that way awesome. about some of the early episodes of Firefly. Oh, I could, I could see that. What's the first episode of Firefly? Not train, not the great, tra- not the. It's not called the Great Train Job. It's just called Train Job, isn't right. it? Yeah, Train Job is. It's the, the one before it. It's like the pilot. Oh. I don't like. Pilot. The pilot episode is so long. Is that where they like they meet it with Badger and then they go on the planet and that lady shoots Mal and all that stuff? Is that the yeah, pilot? I think so. I just don't. Again, the weird pacing. It's it's pacing. It's it's. Sci-fi pacing is difficult. And that's the thing. And I think that's what a lot of people struggle with. And I feel like, I feel like action pacing, action movie pacing is, is, is fairly easy because I think people are more forgiving with action mm-hmm. movies and their pacing. But this has more of a story. This has like more of a story. Like a mythology then. And see, and that's the other, that's, and that goes back to the whole like argument that you could go against my opinion on the pacing because it's trying to introduce you to a mythology and a, and in a world. And it's the first movie of its kind right, to do this. That so, you've never seen all that's this why crap. You, that's why film. I know you don't hate it because you're willing to look past it and yes. watch it twice in a week. Like I know why it's done the way it's done. I right. just... And also, and like, I, I just, I love, I love the way that like Return, or Return of the King. I love the way that Empire and Jedi are structured. Again, we're just not going to talk about the prequels. And again, we know the characters. So it's not a matter of, we have introduced a couple new characters right. like Lando and Boba Fett but and see, the like, Sarlacc but and like, Salacious Crumb. On like, and- <laughs> like, 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 it's a lot of people. A lot of people in there. Uh, Bib Fortuna. Um, the lady no with the blue things on her head. Ah, uh, Twi'leks. Anyways, um, <laughs> they're oddly attractive. Um, I don't know what those big fleshy meat sacks hanging There's off their heads are. There's a green one in Attack of the Clones. That's Ula. She dies. Doesn't oh, she in Attack of the Clones? Yeah. Oh, no, we're talking... Uh, no, 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 in, in Return Revenge of the Sith. No, the, the one, one where dies. he's... Yeah, no, there's a green one. There's a green one in... Um... It's in Clone Wars. It's when Anakin gets chained up in the arena and they have to go rescue him. There's a green one. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're off Anyways. track. We need to wrap this episode no, no. up. We're getting off um, track. No, no. So, Mostly because like, I have to call Kyle before he goes to sleep. But like, um, but like, <laughs> okay, mom. Uh, <laughs> we should talk about the hockey. I know. Um, no, but um, the like, the, like, like, I feel like Empire and Jedi, using your argument that you mentioned earlier regarding like Back to the Future and how that movie, the Back to the Future trilogy, opens. Now again, this is this is sci-fi though, but it opens, kind of just putting you into the world and giving you subtle or not even in some cases not even subtle but just visual cues as to who these people are and what their relationship is and just mm-hmm. like a line of dialogue beautiful got it we understand marty's in high school yes we understand doc's yes. missing yes we understand that marty marty and doc know each other but we don't know why oh look here's doc with the time machine the first time you freaking see him is he getting out of the time machine yeah like you it explains this weird without completely explaining that weird relationship that you have Mm -hmm. in a minimal amount of dialogue and empire and jedi kind of have perfected and realized what they needed to do and that they could get through more more scenes more information more you know more locations more characters and introduce a new character like lando you don't know who the hell lando is he's some guy han knows okay based upon what we know of han that could be either good or bad and okay well okay they're there oh look he seems like a nice guy okay that's okay whatever they're laughing they're joking you know keep an eye on him chewy like okay so you're getting like there's a little bit level of distrust but that's fine you know and then when he finally turns out to you know be betraying him but he's not really betraying him like then okay like there's all that information empire and jedi did it really well with their pacing and their story and the delivery. And again, it could easily just come down to the fact that, yes, we already had characters established. We yeah. knew what, what kind of to do, but we didn't have to do. And also it comes down to the people who wrote it. True story. Like, it's so it's so hard to argue. But it's just like, in my opinion, in my opinion of the of the original trilogy, mm-hmm. I feel like A New Hope's the weakest. From And I think Jedi is, and that's just because I don't like Jedi. I have no basis for other than that. <laughs> and the thing is, is like I know I'm because I'm a, horrible and I don't I'm, care. No, because like I know I'm going to get a bunch of crap because I don't like a new hope, and I know a lot of people who you like, a like new it. Hope. It's not. Your I like favorite. it. I just I it's I don't think fa- it's the strongest. Say, it's your you like it. It's not your favorite. You don't think it's strong. It's just leave no. it at that. Phantom Menace is still the weakest it of the sucks. of the six. 
Um, Attack of the Clones. Oh, I should. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna number these because if I number, no, them, we're not getting into if that. I, if I get into we'll that, we'll be here all night. No, no, no. Because if I get into that, people will hate me, and yeah, I don't want to. Let's go not into get that. into that. So just make, you know, put two and two together and realize where I think. I think I know be. what it is, and I hate you. Yep. So, so <laughs> anywho, that's I just. I don't like you either. <laughs> you just watch yourself. That line is said twice. Which one? I don't like you either. Oh yeah. Where's said what? by C3PO to R2. Oh no. No, I don't like you. I don't either. like you either. And then. The guy I don't in, like in you the canteen. Either. I don't like you either. You just watch yourself. Lucas is the world's greatest lighter. Anyway, all right. <laughs> next movie, number twelve. So that was it for this movie, guys. Yes. Hope, I hope. Uh, I'm I sorry. love Star Wars. I, I, I love Star Wars to death too, but yeah, that's Kay. all we're gonna get into. Otherwise, we could go on for hours it's talking true. about Star Wars. So next, Lindsay, movie. what is number twelve? The Searchers from 1956. It is approved. It is an hour and fifty nine minute adventure drama western. A Civil War veteran embarks on a journey to rescue his niece from an Indian tribe. Starring... I wish you guys could see the John hand motion Wayne, she's doing right Jerry now. Jerry Hunter, Farrah Miles, like Ward she's Bond, doing, like calisthenics Natalie or Wood. <laughs> I'm trying to get excited about the last Western we have to watch. Now, um... Directed can we, by John Ford. Can we, can we clarify that the Natalie Wood it stars is not the same Natalie Wood that died, right? Or yes, is it? Is, is it? Natalie Wood oh, it plays, is the the same Natalie plays Wood. Deborah Ed- Debbie Edwards at age 15. Because when I thought when I was looking it up the other night, it wasn't the right no, Natalie, that's not Wood. Natalie Wood. Okay, good. I was so confused. All right. So final Western. Final Western. Number 12. So we're going to do number 12 through 6. Yep. And then we'll do Ben-Hur. And then yep. we'll do 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Yep. Beautiful. Well, I suppose with I've seen that. All of the la- I've seen all the top five except one. I haven't seen Singing in the Rain. I've seen oh, all the rest of I was trying of to think. I'm like, why would you not seen Everything else. Oh, that's exciting. I know. I've seen a lot of the next couple of ones we're watching. We do Not City couple. Lights soon. I know. I'm excited. I haven't watched a Chaplin movie since I decided to like Chaplin. <laughs> <laughs> we need to change that. I know. I need to see if I even... I don't think I even have City Lights. I might have oh, no. to... Uh, I might have to remedy Chaplin's that. Chaplin's not on Netflix anymore. It's not? No. Well, I need to remedy that as well. Because uh, <laughs> I need Chaplin. Uh, well... It's all uphill from here. You're going to have to remind me. <laughs> It was borderline Beavis. <laughs> uh, uh, it's all from here. All from here. Good night, Rita Ryan. Say good night, CK Dexter. Hey, Ben. And uh, never get off the boat. <laughs> never get off the boat, Dave. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Misa, I think you should never get off the boat. Ooh, Misa, you should do that voice. I will fucking cut you. <laughs> and there's your explicit tag. I know we had an earlier one, but there's your explicit tag. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. This has been a production of Ghost Hat Media, proud member of the Ghost Hat Network. Find them online at www.ghosthat.net. <laughs> I like the ending. <laughs>